0: Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherri Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. The one that will inspire you to get into the Bible and help you understand it. It's my goal to be relatable and authentically leave you refreshed as you listen to the Soul H2O devotion. This week, my intention is to help open your eyes to the lies of the inner critic within inside of you and help you hold on to the truth of God's good plans for your life. I'm so excited you've tuned in today for episode 134, Deceiving Delilah. This week features an interview with author, speaker, and TV host, Chrissy Nelson. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. You can even use them for your personal devotions and find them on today's show notes at soulh2o.com forward slash 134, along with information about our guest. Now let's dive in to today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. The last time I went on a cruise, it inspired me to write a few devotions and this trip was no different. Give me some downtime and the creative side of my brain is invigorated with loads of ideas. Such an idea came last week while I was lounging in the sun, listening to a book on Audible suggested by a friend. She's been working with me to help my mental blocks when it comes to my identity and some limiting beliefs. In the book, the author encourages you to personify your inner critic. He challenges you to give her a name and draw a fictional character to represent her. So, I enlisted my artist hubby to help. I'm not sure we're on the finished design, but Deceiving Delilah is now the name for my inner critic. She's a ball with dazzling eyes and long eyelashes, a cute little ear with a hoop earring and luscious red lying lips. The negative, slanderous words coming from her mouth create thought bubbles with negative messages that form her hair and travel right to my mind. You can check out my design on today's show notes if you want. By personifying my inner critic as a cartoon character, it's helping me to separate her negative thoughts from my inner being. I am not who my inner critic accuses me of being. You are not who your inner critic accuses you of being. I've spent a good deal of time imagining my inner critic and coming up with a name. This led me to search female names that mean lying or liar and a post that I read because some twisted parents want to name their children like that. The name Delilah was one of the names listed and immediately I thought about the story of Samson and Delilah. In the book of Judges, chapter thirteen, you can read a story of one of the many couples in the Bible who struggled to conceive a child. Manoah and his wife, who, according to Jewish tradition, is named either Pony or Zeleloponeth, so we'll call her Hazel. An angel came to Hazel and told her she was going to have a son. The angel cautioned her not to drink any wine or any other alcoholic drinks, as this child was to be dedicated to the Lord and follow a Nazarite vow. The Jewish tradition of a Nazarite vow comes from Numbers 6, where people voluntarily choose to set aside a time dedicated to growing closer to God, where they refrain from drinking any alcoholic beverages and do not cut their hair outward signs of an inner devotion. The angel also told Hazel that her son would deliver the nation of Israel from the captivity they had been in for about 40 years at the hand of the Philistines. Samson grew up with parents who couldn't have children, but knew their child was a blessing from God with an important God-given destiny over his life. It seems from the story as told in the book of Judges that his parents raised Samson as an entitled child who grew up as an impulsive adult. His impulsivity led him into a relationship with a deceiving woman named Delilah. Even as a man holding the highest position in Israel at the time as judge, Samson entered into and stayed in an unhealthy relationship with a Philistine woman who whispered lies in order to trick him and expose the source of his supernatural strength listening to her deceitful words led to Samson losing his strength and being imprisoned by the Philistines. It's interesting to note that the name Delilah comes from the root word Delal and Strong's exhaustive concordance defines Delal as to bring low, dry up, be emptied, be not equal, fail, be impoverished, be made thin, to slacken or be feeble, to be oppressed. From the core of her being, Delilah was designed to deceive and Samson didn't guard himself from the deceiver. If you have a deceiving Delilah whispering in your ear, whether she's your inner critic or sitting right beside you, it's time to call her out and begin listening to the one who placed destiny inside of you and called you his own.
1: Stay on top of our latest updates with our exclusive newsletter, Living Joyfully. Sign up now and never miss an announcement, a testimonial or a devotion. Become a joyful insider when you join our newsletter by visiting joyradio.ca. Don't wait. Subscribe today.
0: Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Chrissy Nelson has a vision for you to see yourself the way God sees you. She carries a passion to release life and hope into your heart so you can walk in all that you were created for. Chrissy is an author, author coach, speaker, and TV show host who uses media as an outlet to reach the nations for Christ. She lives on the beautiful eastern shore of Alabama with her husband and their two kiddos. Welcome to the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, Chrissy. Yes, thank you so much for having me, I'm excited. Well, I was really excited. I saw that you were just on my really good friend's show, Sue Detweiler, she was my episode 42 mountain moving prayer guest and I just love that girl. I'm sure you had fun on her show. Oh,
1: it was, it was a surprising uh, event as it turned out. She just flows with Jesus and ended up having mm-hmm. an encouraging word for me in the middle. I couldn't believe it, it was wonderful. <laughs>
0: Not surprising with Sue not surprising at all. We met at Christian Women in Media and became fast friends. And you know, we have spent a lot of time praying together, reading God's word talking about the word. And I'm wondering if maybe you could share something that you know, you use in your life that really helps you a Bible study tool or tip something to get into God's word.
1: Yeah, for me, it's about finding the time and making the time. And so, you know, life is busy. Our, you know, families are are full and active. Our plates get full. So for me, it's become not a matter of, you know, if I have time, but me making the time. So that's my tip is find the time each day to read the word, whether you're waking up early, taking time on your lunch break or reading before bed, but make it a priority. Mm hmm. Yeah,
0: it has to be scheduled in or it just won't happen like so many things. And what is a, mm-hmm. a favorite Bible verse, a life verse or something that's really inspiring you lately?
1: There's there are many, um, but one of them that I really cling to and have for most of my life is the Romans twelve two that says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Um, you know, the goal is to be able to know what God's will is, right? And so this mm-hmm. is such a key to, for us to access that. It's, it's by our, you know, turning away from the ways of the world, the patterns, right? The rhythms, the normal, you know, of this world and allowing our, our lives and our minds to be totally transformed As we're spending time in the Word of God, which is what we just talked about, and that brings that renewal, and we're able to really, truly tap into what God's perfect will is for us. It's a beautiful um, access point really and I think that's why the enemy
0: doesn't want us to transform our thinking he wants us to stay in those old patterns those old thoughts and mindsets that really are are hindering us because he knows if he can you know if God can change the way that we think then we're not going to be able to follow his will fully we're gonna we're not gonna know what it is so this verse is mm-hmm. so powerful it's just jam-packed we could probably talk the whole show on this verse alone mm-hmm. and And I know that you love helping women transform what they think about themselves to become, um, you know, and it's become a passion of yours. And I'm wondering, was there something that you went through that made this, you know, your mission?
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, You know, my own journey in discovering who I am in the Lord and um, the, the, the process of truly seeking his heart and tuning my ear into his voice to say, God, what do you say about me, about Christy? You know, who do you say that I am? Because, you know, there's so many voices all around us. And when we're in, you know, high school, into our early career years, you know, young adults and so on, um, there's, there's just these forces around us wanting to define who we are and expectations mm-hmm. that we come under often that we um, partner with and, and somewhere along the way we get tangled up and we lose clarity and we lose sight of who god says we are. So that was absolutely that's been my journey and that's sort of on repeat in my own life is season after season, life event after life event going wait a second, god, I, I don't know who i am anymore. help me. You know, who who do you say i am? And you want to know what he always says back to me? It's is the first thing he always says. He says, you're mine. <laughs> you're mine me and i go oh and that just shatters the walls around my heart it breaks down the the you know kind of that need for proving myself or performance or to become you know anything or anyone and i go oh, at the end of the day who i am is i am his you know and he Mm -hmm. is mine and i allow that to define my core identity and then everything else that i put my hands to is just an expression of who God says that I am. And um, so I encourage everybody listening to do the same, you know, let it become so beautifully simple. Ask God who he says you are and listen, listen to what he says and let that root you in him. Um,
0: Chrissy, we are a lot alike. When I was in college, my self-worth was really, really low. And my roommate at Bible college, she made me pray every night God help me see me the way you see me. And I love, you have that written in your books, on your website. I like going through and researching you for this interview. I see that line everywhere and that your mission to help girls see themselves the way that God sees them. And I know how much that changed my life, making that simple prayer, God, help me to see me the way you see me has Mm -hmm. transformed my life, my thinking and everything. So I'm really excited. We have to take a short break and come back after the commercials, but we're going to get into helping you as you're listening. Learn how you can transform your
1: mind. I'm Chrissy Nelson from episode 134, and my music pick song for the Soul H2O radio and podcast show is Hey Girl by Ann Wilson. Take your favorite radio station with you on the go with the My Joy Radio app. Listen to live shows, catch up with past episodes, and stay connected with Joy Radio 24 7. Download our app today and never miss a beat. The My Joy Radio app, available now.
0: Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. We're back from the break with TV host and author Chrissy Nelson. Chrissy, in your new book, Say Goodbye to What Holds You Back, shatter the walls surrounding you and believe what God says about you. You write, a lie is a lie until we believe it. Can you share just a bit more about that thought that was just so powerful in your book?
1: Yeah, you know, it's a lie. It's really just a lie. Um, Just trying to kind of minimize it. It gains power, You know, it's like words are words, but they don't have to have power. Lies are lies. The enemy is the father of lies. So what's he going to do? He's going to lie to us. But we don't have to get so bent out of shape over his lies by giving them any weight or merit in our life. So, you know, for example, if the enemy is lying to you, saying that you are not um, qualified to do what God has called you to do, that doesn't that can just be a lie, a statement that carries no weight or merit unless you start to partner with it and let it become your own thought, right? So the goal is that we let those things kind of slide off of our, our back, like water off a duck's back is kind of an expression. Um, we don't have to give lies any merit by partnering with them, by believing them, um, and certainly not by starting to kind of live our lives by them, Right. Mhm.
0: I really think that was so profound and and simple the way you said it in your book, but the truth that a lie only affects us when we pick it up and and putting that responsibility mm-hmm. on us that okay, yes, whether you know it was the enemy dropping that thought into our head or we heard it from someone else, it only becomes powerful when we give it that power. So putting that control back on us, that we do have the authority, we have the power to take captive those thoughts and, and really make our, our minds work for us. So I'm wondering how do you think that these lies do become ingrained in women's beliefs and then how do they develop into walls?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, you know, the enemy is like a roaring lion, right? He, he goes about, roams about seeking whom he may devour. That's what the word of God tells us. Whom he may devour. He wants to find those of us that he can hook us with a lie. And so um, as, and and any of us, you know, fall into this and and none of us are immune because of our humanity, right? We're human. And when that, when, when we start to entertain that lie and we start to give it time by thinking about it, all of a sudden, the more we think about it, now it becomes, it can turn into our thought. And when it becomes our thought, then it can become our belief system before long. And before we know it, we've partnered with a lie, you know, where the enemy says you're not enough, where the enemy says you'll always be alone, where the enemy says you'll, you know, you'll all, you know, there's something wrong with you, you know? Um, and I expose a lot of these one-liner statements in my book, chapter by chapter. They're the chapter titles, you know, that mm-hmm. are these these thoughts that we then partner with. And if we're not careful by, and by careful, I mean, if we um, don't take action by countering the lies with the truth, with what God says, those become building blocks and they construct a structure in front of us, a barrier, an obstacle, if you will, that prevents us from moving forward in our lives. God's plan for us, for for you who are listening, is to keep you moving forward one step after the other into, you know, His plans and purposes for your life. The enemy's goal is to stop you dead in your tracks and keep you stuck, keep you paralyzed in fear and and, and stuck behind these walls saying, you know, you can't and you shouldn't and someone else should. Um so that's that's the progression of events that I have experienced in my own life that I wanted to lay out in this in this book um, with the truth that it all it takes is one word from the living God to see mm-hmm. that wall shatter to the ground. Just one word from him. So what does God say?
0: I, I love how you took 12 specific lies that are really so common to many of us women and i'm wondering if you could share what's one of the most common walls in women's lives that hold them back from thriving in who god meant them to be
1: Mm -hmm. i think the um i said i talked about this in chapter three but someone else can do it better (laughs) Mm. someone else can do it better so you know god created us for a plan and a purpose and he has marked us with destiny, marked us with something that he has wired us from before, you know, the earth was even formed that we would, you know, walk out in our journey. And of course, walking in relationship with him is his plan, but he has a purpose for each of us. And often when he's revealing that to us, and he then is saying, now take a step into this, Chrissy, take a step into this, you know, insert your own name. We start to go, oh, wow, this is way bigger than me okay, God, I, you know, that all sounds great, but really me, you want me to do this? You want me to start this business or to raise these kids or, you know, um, write this book or whatever it is, start this ministry. Um, and, and this one liner comes across our, our mindset of some, surely there's someone else that can do it better and start to believe that and buy into it and shrink back from what God is calling us to do.
0: So how can women identify which walls are, you know, the ones that are prevalent in their life?
1: Yeah, often I think it's, you know, and as you read my book, you'll see that I, I talk about the signs and symptoms. You know, when we're sick and we are have an ailment in our body, there's symptomology that, that, that directs a doctor to what is happening in our body. And of course they run tests and things, but it's similar with our thought life. There are symptoms like anxiety, stress, Mm. fear, worry, being overwhelmed. Why? And so we need to go, why am I so overwhelmed, God? What is going on? What lie have I partnered with that somewhere along the way I began believing and began to like, it's like the hello, my name is tag. It's like, hello, my name is I'm not enough. Hello, my name Mm -hmm. is someone else can do it better. And it becomes our identity. There are symptoms to that. It creates stress in our life and it robs us of our peace and our joy. So pay attention. And so often we're afraid of what will happen when we start to notice what's going on because we we wonder, how, how can I actually move forward? How can I deal with this? It's overwhelming that in and of itself, but it's not. And so what we need to do is pay attention to the symptoms in our life. Why am I having so much stress? Why am I so overwhelmed? And then get before the Lord and and, and expose it with him. Let him speak into it and he will talk to people too. like talk to somebody in your life go to them and say i'm dealing with this and i don't know what to do um someone trusted a pastor a friend a family member you know and let them journey that with you um, in a discipleship way with the lord so that you can be moving forward and no longer stuck
0: Chrissy, that is such great advice, and I hope you're listening and you're gonna put into practice what Chrissy just said. There's so much great stuff there that you can do to take control of your thoughts so that God can transform your thinking and that you can really know what his good and perfect will is for your life. Chrissy, thanks so much for being on the show today and sharing your heart for women to really see who God sees them to be.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: I hope you've been encouraged by all that Chrissy has shared as her words have been chosen with a purpose to help you shatter the walls surrounding you and believe what God says about you not any deceiving Delilah you may have in your life or accusing from within. In Proverbs 4, verses 20 to 22, God encourages you to do the same when he says, My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. I challenge you to personify your inner critic like I've done with my deceiving Delilah character. This simple, humorous depiction of that negative voice in my head is helping me to overpower her by being more alert to her lies and replacing them with the truth of God's word over my life. If you need some inspiration or more instruction on what to do, make sure to check out the show notes where you'll find scripture graphics, information about our guest, and links to anything mentioned on the show at soulh2o.com slash one three four. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 134, Deceiving Delilah. I hope you'll do me a favor and share this episode with your friends and family to help spread the word about Soul H2O. Until next week, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H20 podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.